Our whole lives are guided by the state we are in. It's how we react to things that happen to us, and it determines the decisions that we make. Learning how to change your state, not fake, but going from pissed off or frustrated and to get back to your center is the greatest skill set. I've decided I'm going to live in an awesome state, and when I'm not in an awesome state of mind, I hit pause and work on fixing it. Moment to moment, our life is controlled by our state. If you are angry, you're going to respond differently than if you are feeling fulfilled and encouraged and loved. So today, we're talking about just how important your frame of mind is, the attitude you have as you venture out in the world or talk to people or do things. It affects the outcome of your day and how you rub off on other people and eventually the course of your life. This does not mean you won't feel bad. You just won't let yourself sit there. It means you are committed to working yourself out of it so you can live in a happy state. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Today, we are talking about the way that you approach your days and your life and the people that you interact with. I do lots of reading and listening to all sorts of experts talking about having a positive headspace and the importance of the words that we say and how much they affect our attitude and our perspectives and our lives and the experiences that we have. Today is similar, but a little bit different. This is how to approach life in a positive state, but almost more importantly, how to fix it and how to recognize when you're not in the state that you want to be in. And sometimes this may require you to push things back a little bit or rearrange your day because we have to hit pause and fix it. I'm telling you, I've learned the hard way so many times. I am such a better boss. I'm such a better parent. And I think we all are. When we are in a positive state, we, when we are in a happy headspace, we do so much better. We make better decisions. We react so much better. So I have made a very conscious effort in the last few years to realize, but this is a work in progress and something really in the last few months I've gotten very keen to and obsessed with almost because I just realized the headspace that I'm in the state of mind that I'm in when I walk into a situation completely determines how that situation goes. You know, if I am drained and tired and I'm not giving myself the personal time I need and the sleep I need and the exercise and the good food for fuel and I walk in and maybe my kids have made a mess, but maybe it's like one of those creative messes, right? Where they're not just like, you know, wiping like dirty hands on the walls and throwing trash. They're not being disrespectful, but maybe they've taken every blanket in the house and they've made a big fort. Well, if I am drained and I'm already frustrated and irritated and pissed off about something completely else, I may walk into the room and be like, come on, guys, this is ridiculous. All I do is clean and all you do is mess things up. And listen, that's happened a lot and it still happens. But what I've tried to be so aware of 
is before I walk through, walk into a room or have an interaction with someone or hop on a podcast interview, whatever it is, I want to be in a good headspace. And if I'm not, I hit pause and I change it. And this has been one of the most valuable things I've learned over the last couple of years. And like, for example, maybe a month ago, I woke up, some things went wrong with work and, you know, I was letting little things get to me in my head. I was just in a bad headspace. And I was supposed to do a podcast with my girlfriend, Heather, for Heather DeBro's World. And I texted her and I was like, hey, I like her schedule. She plans it months out or at least a month out. Like she has a runs a great schedule for her podcast. And I was like, I never want to mess up the schedule, but I am just not in a good headspace right now. I need time to fix it. Can you give me till the afternoon instead of the morning to record this? She's like, yes, I get it. Totally get it. I will shift my day. I'm like, thank you. Because other times, like I would be able, obviously I'm not going to go on her podcast and rant about whatever, but you know, when you're just in a funk and you're not yourself and that's not how I want to show up being, I want to show up being the best possible version of myself. And I just think the power of the state that you come into situations is just like the most important. And I think that talking about this skill set of changing your state, not in a fake way at all, not it's, you know me, I'm like, feel all the feelings, go through all the emotions, talk it out, do what you need to do. But then let's get back to your center figuring out how we can each do this in our own way, I think is one of the most powerful skill sets you can have in life, right? We're all going to have things that frustrate us and annoy us, but to be able to work through that and move through and find your center is just so powerful. I swear, I've been thinking about doing a podcast that's like how to be awesome at... I don't know. It's some, you know when people say, how's your day? Like your response has to always be awesome. And that's because the words that you say are so powerful. And I think that so often one little bad thing happens to us in, in our day and we're like, I had a bad day. I had a bad day. Maybe you got pulled over for the tinting on your car and you ended up not getting a ticket, but it really like like ruffled you up. Like that's not a bad day. That worked out great. And by the way, you weren't on the 405 and didn't get smashed by a semi truck. So it's actually a really effing great day, you know, like not to make everything like, you know, a catastrophic example, but it's super true. And I think that if we are able to recognize, hey, I'm not in an awesome state of mind. For me, this means I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm going to go recenter and do whatever it is. Sometimes it's work through all my emails and like get my to-do list down so I can just like breathe. Other days, it's not that at all. It's literally, I am going to go have a great workout. I'm going to listen to to loud music, not even listen to a podcast or anything. Just I'm just going to have a moment. I'm going to run fast on the treadmill. I'm going to get outside and run fast. For me, a lot of it's sweating and moving because I think when you change your physical state, you change your mental state. And I just think that realizing when you need to hit pause on life and fix it, figure out for yourself how to fix it. But I think almost more important is realizing, okay, I need to hit pause right now. I was just really short with someone or I can hear myself in my head and this is not the positive self. I do not want to go into this meeting, this experience, my whole day in this mindset. I think that your frame of mind is just so important. It's like... It's what you take with you as you venture out and you have, you know, maybe you go to the dry cleaner and they can't find your thing, 
rather than being like, come on, are you kidding me? I dropped this off. Then I got a reminder call that it was here. You obviously have it, you know, like if you're frustrated and annoyed and late and you're going to respond differently to that person and have a completely different interaction. I also believe in talking to people. And I saw this awesome graduation speech this year, you know, when you kind of see those, those different things pop up on YouTube or in your feed or whatever about really cool graduation speeches. And this woman did a speech about, I almost missed it. And she's talking about talking to strangers in a cab or in line for something. And she was just give, gave these couple cool examples of these people who had a really interesting life stories and she almost was too busy. And she says, I almost missed it. I almost missed that life story. So also having this frame of mind to where we sometimes kind of like slow it down a little bit and aren't so antisocial and we'll say, learn about people. And even if it doesn't necessarily bring us, you know, if you don't, even if you don't learn something you can apply to your life, it still brings you value for world perspective. Get out of our bubble, get out of our social media bubble and learn and listen, I think is just really cool. But you have to be in an awesome state of mind in a good headspace to be able to be open to that. Otherwise, you're just on survival mode. You know, when you get an Uber and you're just like, oh, you're just trying to get through the motions. You're trying to hurry and get somewhere. But I think if we can hit pause and make sure that we're always recalibrating, we're just going to have such better positive experiences. And like I said in the introduction, this does not mean you're not going to feel bad. We're all going to feel bad. Sometimes more than others. Sometimes bigger things happen or little things. But it's not about not letting yourself feel bad. It's about not letting yourself sit there. This is the, this is the heart of this whole concept. You are committed to working yourself out of it because you know how important it is for happy days to live in a happy state. Tony Robbins talks about this type of stuff a lot. I love Tony Robbins. Like he is just like the OG of positive positive personal empowerment and change and he talks about interviewing people and talking to people all around the world. And he says that everyone has different goals and desires, but really we all have the same needs. And mostly we all have the same sort of problems. So he breaks it down to these are the needs that we all have. We just each have a different amount of them that we need and we prioritize them differently. First, certainty, comfort and safety. Uncertainty, we need variety and change. Significance, to feel special. Love, of course, to feel loved. Growth for development. And contribution, to contribute something to the people we love or to other people. So we all determine how much of each of these we need and which of these two are, which of these are on the top of our list. Like what two would you say on the top of your list? Because that determines so much of your life. And lots of people put significance first where it's more important than love sometimes because I think a lot of times we're living in a social media world and we want that significance, but I think it's really important to think of how, you know, think about these things, certainty, uncertainty, significance, love, growth, and contribution. Contribution. What are you spending most of your time and money on? And really think about what's the most important to you. So interesting to me, um, because, you know, in the long term, your worldview is what determines your state. Like in the short term, moment to moment, it, you know, it's our headspace. But in the long term, our worldview. So we have to know what targets are we after? 
what are our goals and our desires and what do we want to spend time doing? What's driving you? You know, two people can have, you know, say that significance is very important to them, but kind of approach it in different ways. And it's an art to feeling fulfilled. We're all different and it's different for all of us. But I think that the key is to get out of autopilot and not just, you know, get up, check Facebook, check Instagram, do the comments and see that, see different people's posts and think about how we want to portray our lives. And I think there's great value in social media. And I think that it can be um, a great resource and a great tool, but I think that it's also easy to get caught up in trying to seem significant in that way. And I think that, um, to have a really positive headspace, you have to have a positive relationship with social media and know how to approach it. Now, thinking about all of this, we think about pain and suffering because we're talking about moving into a positive headspace. Now, pain is a completely different thing. Pain and loss and deep pain is a different thing. What we're talking about here is suffering because suffering takes you out of that awesome state of mind. By focusing something on something else, you can get out of it in our in, in an instant. I love listening to different experts and brain experts about how our brain is designed. And really to simplify it, to simplify this part of it, our brain is designed to help us survive, not necessarily to help us be happy. So we worry about little things we worried about. We worry about what other people think. We let ourselves sometimes get caught up in those things and we have to work. Like I said, our brain is meant for survival and to stay alive, not necessarily to live in this happy state. So we have to take it on ourselves and realize that we have to really prioritize. And if we really think about our journey on this planet as not being forever, I think that you wouldn't let yourself suffer about things that don't matter. And you would take in all the moments and smell the air and just decide, I won't suffer. I won't bring on unnecessary suffering. And you can end it. You can say, I've made the decision to live in an awesome state. And when I feel myself suffering, I'm going to think about something else. Again, pain, different. I'm talking about the self-inflicted suffering that lots of us put on ourselves. In life, we know someone someone you love, unfortunately, will get sick. You will lose a family member. You could get divorced. Someone you love could get divorced. I hope none of these things ever happen, but the reality is none of us will ever know. None of us knows what will really happen in life, but you can decide that whatever happens, you're going to approach it in the best way possible, and you're going to fight like hell on on those times when there isn't pain, that you're going to have a great time. Human beings think the outside world determines how we feel. But if someone else has to behave a certain way for you to be happy, you will never be happy. If your boss or your spouse or your roommate or your sister, if they have to behave a certain way to make you happy, you will never be happy. You have to be completely in control of your own headspace. It took me so long and so much reading and learning to understand this fully and to realize the power of my own state of mind and really have the confidence and the courage to realize like this is so important. I need to take the reins here. Like 
my state of mind is completely determined by myself. And it is so empowering, I'm telling you, to have someone be shitty to you and still come out of it in a positive state of mind and not even be angry or mad or frustrated or blame them, but just be able to compartmentalize it and realize that's their issue. You know, of course, be self-actualized and make sure it's nothing that you need to adjust or change. Make sure you're not being inconsiderate or anything like that. But then realize like that happened. They're working through something. I'm not even going to blame them. And I'm going to carry on having a happy, positive state. I'm not going to call five people and talk about it. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to make it bigger and exaggerate it. I am going to fight like hell to be in a positive headspace. Because you treat people so much better when you're loving and when you're happy than when you're overwhelmed and frustrated and feeling sorry for yourself and sitting in those things that don't matter. You're going to be a better parent, a better spouse, a better lover, a better business person, a better everything, a better person to yourself. You instantly change when you decide you are going to live in a positive, awesome state. And again, I can't say it enough. This does not mean you're not going to feel bad. You will feel bad. That's the point of it. But the point of it is you're not going to sit there. You are committed to working through it, feeling all the feelings, working yourself out of it so you can live in a happy, positive state. I'm telling you, it determines. Like the decisions in our life, one of my favorite quotes, your decisions determine your destiny. The little decisions on the daily and the bigger decisions, but those decisions are completely different depending on the headspace you're in when you walk into the situation. You know, when you look back on something and you're like, oh my God, I completely overreacted or had such a terrible reaction to something. I bet you most of the time, if you look back and kind of retrace your your steps there, you probably weren't in a good headspace. You weren't in a good state of mind. You didn't recalibrate before walking into that environment or that situation. I'm telling you, the decisions you make determines your life and the re- the headspace you're in determines your decisions. So working on identifying when you're not in the headspace you want to be is critical and then figuring out for yourself how you fix it. How do you hit pause and work on fixing it? How do you get back to your center, your happy, creative, fulfilled, empowered, positive self, yourself that wants to go out in the world and experience things and listen to the sounds and smell the ocean and play with your kids on the floor and and have an uninterrupted, no phone conversation, looking in someone's eyes that you love, like those deep, meaningful things that you feel all the feelings. You're not just rinse and repeat every day. Because we're in touch with our emotions and our state of mind, and we know just how important it is. Sometimes that recalibration could be five minutes. Sometimes it could take you the whole day, and that's okay because it is such time well spent because then you come out of it going into situations in the best way possible. I really, you know... I, my biggest motivation for this is thinking back on times and I don't beat myself up over it, but thinking back on times when I could have been a better spouse, a good, could have been a better parent. I could have reacted better. I could have made a better decision. And that's my biggest driving force for being very aware of my headspace going forward, because I know I have better reactions and I make better decisions when I'm in a awesome headspace 
So I'm committed to fight like hell to get there when I realize that I'm not. I hope, gosh, I feel like I said a lot of words (laughs) in 20 minutes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this brings you lots of value and you come back and listen to this podcast when you're in a funk and you're not feeling great and realize you have the power to completely work yourself out of that headspace and into a good headspace so you can go out in the world and accomplish things you want to accomplish and treat the people well that you treat people how you want to treat people and accomplish things you want to do and have good reactions and have awesome days because that's what it's all about. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.